Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey! Over the past week, Steam did something kind of different with everything shutting down, all these different game festivals and all this kind of conventions and everything uh, being shut down. They did the Steam Summer Game Festival where they had 900 of these very early alpha, beta, um, early access almost games that you normally would see at those conventions and uh, shows Mm-hmm. That they just threw up for everyday people like us to download, <laughs> which was pretty cool. It was very cool. It was extremely cool. I was very, I was, I did packs this year. It wasn't as good as other packs that I'd been to. And it's just like kind of feeling more packs. I'm always feeling more packs. It felt like I got like a little packs at home. And I very much love that. It It is cool. Cause this is something that um, I live in an area where there's no way in hell there's ever going to be anything remotely cool like a PAX or anything yeah. because middle of nowhere. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to actually be able to see some of these things and try some of these things that people would normally talk about that I would just never get the chance to do. Yeah, it is cool because some of these demos, like I saw these demos at PAX and these demos had like 20 minute lines. It's cool. It's like download, play. <laughs> <laughs> no line. No line. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Like if you've never been to PAX, like this is the closest thing you can get to having sort of a PAX experience. So uh, we'll do a couple of videos on these because we both played a good dozen or two. I think each one of us played probably 20 or 30 of these things that kind of Mm -hmm. stood out to us. Um, So we'll just kind of talk through a few of them that we thought were pretty cool. Um, And the first one that I want to start with is Spirit Fair, which uh, I think it was a Nindies or a Nintendo Direct or something like that had a little bit of a trailer in like six or seven months ago. And it was one of those games that stood out just because the art style is really, really cool. Mm hmm. But this was like, as soon as I saw this, this was the first one I went to. Yeah, this is definitely probably like the biggest game. This was like, I think the most immediately recognizable, except like Heavy Rain was there for some reason. But I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Heavy Rain's great, but yeah. Heavy Rain is great, but it's not, it's not a, whatever this is. But this is one of those games where I didn't really know what I was getting into. And kind of as it Mm -hmm. went on, it was really cool the way just the demo kind of progressed and show you, showed you a bunch of different mechanics that you would clearly be doing in this game in a much bigger way. Yeah. Uh, So you're, you're on this boat and you start out going through and you're looking for this character kind of goes oh i'm passing on to the next realm like Mm -hmm. i can you build me this on the ship and you go and you get the thing and it looks like oh you're going to kind of be building these different chunks of the ship yeah Uh, which was kind of a cool little thing that i again i didn't know anything other than that maybe 45 second trailer was a really cool um way to kind of think through the ship and instantly made that ship feel like home and you can run around you can talk to everybody you can cook stuff grow food all this stuff on the ship yeah it's like a little town builder that's like really small it's like a really tiny town that you're yeah. that you're managing on this one ship <laughs> yeah but then there's also these platforming mechanics that pop in and eventually you kind of unlock the ability to double jump and mm-hmm. all these different things it it felt like you kind of had the really platform heavy aspects you had this little builder blown in there mm-hmm. um and it just it was really kind of fun just to sit there and play this for 20 minutes or so and get kind of this picture of what's going on. The story, I thought, had a good hook left on a good note that made me curious yeah. about what else is coming here. Uh, just a really cool little game, I think. I think I think there's like a few things that like really, really stood out to me. It was like one, just the the animation is insane like oh, on yeah. the main character on everybody. It's just like. I've, I've seen like there's a, there's like plenty of 2D draw, drawing games out there, but like it's like, oh, these are like professional, professional animators. I don't know <laughs> the hell's going on here, but like it was really cool because one of the glide animations is you glide with your hat and yeah. it's just like such a cool little animation. Um, but the one thing I thought was really funny that I was not expecting at all is like, I don't know what this game's about at all. Is so there's a part where one of the characters tells you, it's like, hey, we need to get to this port. It's like, go to your navigation thing. So you walk over to your navigation thing and you're like, it's like, now select the area. And I selected the area and I was just like, 
Okay, so am I warping there? And all of a sudden you're like, oh no, it's like a real time. Yeah. You're, we're going to be traveling there for like the next 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's so crazy. And things are happening on the ship as there's like little stories popping up on the ship. There's like, you can grow food. You can do these little mini games of cooking and that sort of thing. I was just like, it's it's a lot of different things that I was not expecting at all. Yeah, because I had that same thing. I hit it and then I was like, okay, where's the fast travel button? Yeah, and it was like, oh, there's not. And then somebody came and talked to me. It's like, oh, I guess if I do that quest, that'll, that'll probably be there. And I did that quest really quick. Walked back up. I was like, I made it like twenty percent of the way, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you can go fishing, you can cook, you can do this. And at first, it kind of gave me that like jarring feeling, like, oh god, this is one of those games where it's just like, eh, just sit there for a while. But yeah. there's so much going on in the ship, and even in that yeah. first initial little bit where there's only, I think there were maybe what seven or eight buildings in there. Something like that, yeah. There, there was enough to kind of explore and look around that by the time you got to that next port, you got to that town, you kind of got this really good feel of the ship. And it never, I never had that feeling like, oh, God, okay, well, I guess I'll just sit here and run to the bathroom really quick. And by the time I get back, which you get, yeah. I think, in sometimes some of these real-time playing games. But it's really, really cool the way that you can kind of interact with it. Um, the animations you mentioned, I didn't even notice it until I think maybe 15 minutes in the water reflection is so well done <laughs> when you really? walk I didn't notice it. I didn't, I didn't notice <laughs> when it you're walking along the ship it's all mirrored and reflected in the water it looks so nice that sounds like a doug comment i like it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no, like, the game's cool because it, it took the time that you would spend like managing a town sim but then they took that time but you're also traveling and moving the story forward during that time that you're managing it's like it's such a clever way of of doing the management part but there's also in the background time moving forward to get you that destination it's just it seems like it's just so it's clever in a lot of different ways and and the town management actually felt like it was going to matter where i feel like a lot of it um i'm playing xenoblade chronicles right now and you can rebuild one of the colonies that gets destroyed and it's like oh yeah you just go there you build a house you leave you can come back in four or five hours build another house coming and it's like it's a side thing it's meaningless um ori did something similar ori in the will of the wisp did something similar too where it's just kind Mm -hmm. of this part up there on its own whereas this it's like no as you're building this this is important these characters seem to need these different things yeah and you're going to kind of see it grow because you're constantly in the town or on the boat in this case, and you're constantly seeing it develop and it actually seems like it's going to serve part of the story more so than just like a, yeah, she could build a cool town if you want to. Yeah. It was, it was cool. Cause like every character on that boat seemed like a very important character. There was, it's not like an animal crossing sort of, maybe this out of thing where it's just like that character <laughs> could be anybody, but it's like, Oh no, these are clearly your main party, I guess yeah. sort of thing. It's just, it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So really cool game. Uh, mm-hmm. Check out, I will for sure be checking that one out when it comes out. Uh, it was probably mm. one of my favorite ones, I think, out of all the games that I played Yeah. Uh, through this. is probably one of my top two, and uh, this next one is for sure the other one in the top two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play this one at all, so I'm cur- I'm really curious about this one. I set the order so we get to talk about the cool things that I liked first. Uh, so, <laughs> Chris Tales, which, again, game I never heard of. Mm-hmm. literally clicked on because it's like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And then I saw JRPG and I went, ooh, that's really cool. I think that's exactly why I didn't click on it. I was like, oh, it's a JRPG. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for a JRPG demo. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things where like I kind of started and I was like, oh, okay, it's just it starts you out in a battle. And mm-hmm. the aesthetic of the game is gorgeous. It's all mm-hmm. very, just very colorful, very lively, almost uh kind of that 2d walking around in a 3d world almost i i kind of think paper mario and i think that's just because the new one's coming oh, out sure. soon but yeah. kind of has that feel to it and just the menus are huge and giant and colorful it just looks really cool when you start out 
And then as you go in, you're kind of like, okay, this is weird because it's it doesn't have that very grand scale that you normally get on the beginning of a JRPG where it's like, oh my god, the world's ending and these people are coming and you're the only one. It's sure. just yeah, yeah. you go back to your orphanage, okay. and then a, and then you're like, oh, we'll go talk to these people, and you kind of get this vision. And then a talking frog in a top hat shows up to you, and it has very much this like fairy tale beginning. Sure. Where you'd almost get like out of a Disney movie. It's like, oh, I'm the little, I'm, I live in the orphanage and here's my talking frog coming to tell me, ooh, and I have this weird vision. Okay. So it's just, it's this really cool thing. But the the craziest thing that this does is the way it handles time. Yeah. I, I was reading the description. I was like, I don't understand what the hell this game is. It's like a JRPG <laughs> where you're in three. I was like, I don't understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> so, so explain how time works in this game. Cause I have so there's no a few different, there's a it. few different things where this kind of plays in. So yeah, um, the story, they start hinting at a lot that there's some different things you can do in the story right from the beginning. Um, the cathedral, you go into this church they're talking about, you notice right away that the stained glass in the back looks very similar to your main character. And then they reference oh, that cool. towards the end of the demo. Like, I think she looks like me. Once you figure out, you kind of have these time powers. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of initially like, that's weird. And then by the end of the demo, you've got that feeling. Um, the two biggest things with this though, um, is the walking around in the combat, the way they use it. So the walking around the game actually is split into triangles and it's going to be really hard to describe this. So it might just be better to Google it if you're interested. So I have a square screen. <laughs> Explain where the triangle three goes. triangles. So in the middle, you've got, um, it's like a equilateral triangle in the middle, right in the middle of your screen. That's your present time, right? Where you're walking around, you're okay. doing everything. The top right and top left corners are then the past and the future. Okay. So as you're walking around, you can see scenery and what's going to happen and what's going to come. So the one that kind of stuck out to me is you go to this apothecary shop, right? Mm-hmm. As you walk past, you see this old dude and this little girl. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You walk up to it, though. And as you walk up to it, you switch to the present. And it's just this like little bit older like maybe like 20 ish whatever i don't know ages but you see this as one woman who's clearly a little bit older in the middle of those two and you talk to her she's like oh yeah it's just it's been so rough taking over since my dad died and as you walk back and forth you can tell oh you're the little girl and your dad in this triangle and now that i'm in the present because i'm seeing what happened in the past now i see that you are here running the shop after your dad who's over who i can see in the past has died you also see the future in that moment as well yeah so then if you keep walking it'll pan to the future and then um I'm trying to remember exactly, but a lot of this game has to do with this town being like destroyed and raided. So you kind of see some of the stuff broken down and what happens there. Mm-hmm. So you're able to see everything in kind of these three chunks. So like there's another part where you walk through a field and you see, okay, in the past empty field now, short little stalks of something. And then you go to the future and you see, oh, they're fully grown. So you're getting do- kind of this time lapse of things as, just as you're walking through the town. Do you, how do you, do you interact like in, are you only in present day all the time? Like, so I, I get that you can see it. Are you only, but you're only interacting within present day then, right? So you're only interacting in present day for the first, I would say like 70%. And then once you kind of get a better handle on your time powers, you yeah. can start doing puzzles. Okay. So, um, you can kind of jump between time periods. So there's one where like sure. using the apothecary again, where she goes, oh my gosh, like I was in such a rush. Like I forgot to label these. One of these had a poison label on it and one didn't, but it oh, fell okay. off. I don't know. So then like you jump back into time. You go, oh, okay. It's the one with the blue top had the poison label. Here you go. Do you talk with her as like a little girl in the past then or no? No. Okay. Okay. Again, demo. So I don't know where they're going with it. Oh, sure. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Big asterisk on all of these impressions. <laughs> yes. But it was just, it was a really cool way to kind of just see this town. And again, because it's, way that it talks about how initially it's like oh there's something going on here and actually the first scene that you play ends up being 
very similar to the last scene because you actually were going like you started and then you kind of go back in time a little bit there. So time is really weird in it. The other thing that this that really kind of hit like, whoa, this is cool, is the final enemy you play in the demo has this big ass shield in front of it. Mm-hmm. And you sit there and you hit it two or three times. It's zero damage, zero damage, zero damage, zero damage. Well, so then it's like, oh, well, we can use our time powers. So okay. what you do is you use your character's water spell to get the shield wet. You okay. jump that character, the boss character, into the future, so their shield has now rusted oh, because weird. the water was on it. <laughs> that's and it cool. was, and then now you can like attack them. So it's this really cool thing where again, that's the first, the first and only time this power comes into play in a battle. Mm-hmm. But it's just this really cool concept of how time affects everything in this world, and just seeing that was it's this instant hook of like, okay, well, like what else could you do with this? Because you have yeah. your normal JRPG elemental f- skills, where it's just like, oh yeah, that thing's on fire now interesting but then clearly here there's this effect because you can see what's going to happen in the future so just a really really cool game that i think has some interesting takes on what jrpgs normally look like dang it (laughs) i told you like eight times how did i know this this was the good one (laughs) i told you like eight times to play this so that's on you maybe it's still on there (laughs) (laughs) again one of those games where i think it that was kind of what i was looking for with this is what games do something unique Sure. And those were yeah, kind of yeah. the ones I was looking for. Because there were, you know, of those 900, 300 2D platformers. Not that there's anything wrong with a 2D platformer, but yeah. um, it was kind of cool to find those games with those cool hooks. So I've been talking a lot about some games that said to me, this one you told me to play, uh, and I did bad with it because if something didn't work with a controller, it wasn't going well for me. And that was Ultra Kill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and but the, yeah, the idea of like even trying to touch Ultra Kill with a controller, just like, yeah, this is not, this is like, not the game for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultra Kill is like, I freaking loved Ultra Kill. It was, I, I'm surprised how much I like this game. I'll, it, a very, very simple way of burning Ultra Kill down is that it took the speed of like a Quake 3 multiplayer game or an Unreal Tournament and then transferred that speed into a single player game. And then gave yeah. it like kind of a Quake 2 aesthetic or Quake 1 and got yep. kind of like early 90s shooter aesthetic. And then they added like a DMC combo thing on top of it. Yeah. Um, this game, I just felt like I was like, it is probably one of the most stressful games I think I've played <laughs> <laughs> because it's that constant speed of like a multiplayer match where you're just like always, always, always on edge. Um, the um, So but the basic concept of the game is that you are a robot, I think. And all of humanity has been wiped out and you're traveling through hell. Um, yeah, I think, that, I think that's right. But that seemed right. It, but it has one of the coolest intros. I felt like this game had such a did such a great job of setting up the setting up the world and the setting. Um, when you start the game, there's no sound. And it's just like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and then what's happening is there's like a boot up screen. Yeah. And it's you, the character, the robot, like booting up. And it's going through your menu options of like saying it's like, OK, to turn up the turn up the volume like on your your turn on your auditory sensors and that's actually the volume button yeah um sort of thing um but it, it gives you that story it's like all of humanity has wiped out you are on your way to hell and then like you go through like all it, it's just like so dumb and metal and fast and fun mm-hmm. um and it's you feel at some points because it's it's my favorite type of game design glass cannon where you as a character are super powerful because you get yep. all these cool moves and stuff but you die so fucking fast <laughs> oh yeah for sure and to go along with that one thing that did stand out to me in the little bit i was able to play before i just got completely destroyed because 
I'm bad at mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, the kill the health system works a lot like I think Doom tries to do. Sure. But it just it so much encourages you to run in there and just kill stuff super quick. Yeah. Because that's yeah, filling yeah. up your health. And as you're taking it, it's that I know I'm going to keep getting hit and kind of can I refill it almost more so as it's dropping. And you're just oh, constantly sure, running yeah, around yeah. trying to balance that out, trying to go, okay, if I'm staying right around 50, it goes up a little bit, goes down a little bit, goes up a little bit, down. Um and again, I it think is that's cool. Like was... it is cool. Like if you're really dying, and then you just kind of swoop into like a group of guys, like oh, yeah. blow everybody up as fast as you can. It's like oh my god, my health is going down. Then like your health shoots up, and you jump like fly back out of the situation. Yeah, and it's kind of what it, it's think of Doom, where like you got to run to the enemy, you got to kill the enemy, and the health pops up. But it doesn't mm-hmm. have the pickups. It doesn't have anything else. It just it pops up. It's instantaneous. It's right there. And the game moves so much faster that it's just it's this weird balancing act trying to keep your health up. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh. And the system, yeah, because like, and it's kind of metal. It's like it's kind of metal because it's like you feed off demon blood, and it's just so it's just it's so fun. Um, the one thing there's a really cool boss battle where you fight a robot with a samurai sword that's a um, chainsaw, <laughs> um, and then they also have a shotgun. And apparently, how you get new weapons is you like kill bosses. So like you like rip off his arm, and that's the gun. So nice, that's like nice. how they. That's like yeah. And there's some really cool weapons. Actually, they have a they have a few weapons that are clearly inspired by Painkiller, clearly inspired by Resistance, and yep. um, some other games. It's just like oh man, it was so fun. Although like really, the game was stressful as hell. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I don't know if I could actually play this for like a few hours without taking like breaks in between because of how fast it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely exhausting. Even in the like ten minutes I was able to manage, but yeah, um, it's not a friendly game like at all. Like I, it's it's really hard. <laughs> Yeah, I got to the part where all of a sudden you can now fall off the edge of the world. Sure. And just, I yeah. kept falling off the edge, and I was just like, I'm done. I can't. Nope, this is just frustrating me. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and if your character's moving like a million miles per hour and can double jump and walk walls and stuff and get real complicated real quick. Oh, yeah, it gets crazy. <laughs> um, the next game is one that I really wanted to try, but just kind of ran out of time and wasn't able to get to, and that's XO1. Yes. Um, all I could kind of tell from this is it looked like you were a spaceship exploring a planet, and that sounded pretty cool. It is. What is this game? XO One is a exploratory game? Question mark. You play as a ball. <laughs> <laughs> you play as a ball that is rolling around an alien planet, and that's and and the planet kind of like undulates into like a bunch of hills and mountains. And what you're doing is like you're pressing the button to basically play with your momentum. So if you're going down a hill, you and you hold the button, you'll speed up and you want to let go before you like fly off. And then you can like fly off a ramp and then kind of start flying and that sort of thing. Um, The game is just like it's such a simple concept of like being this ball that's just kind of rolling around a large alien environment. But it's so, so, so gorgeous. And it's so much fun to play um, because you you're like going for miles and if you just hit your momentums like just right, you can fly like really, really high in the sky. Um, so it's like really sad. It's like this really satisfying like movement loop. Um, and then the environment you're in, it's just it, it's like it's um, I guess it's just like at any alien desert planet, but it's done with like such craft that it could be like a triple A game sort of thing. Nice. And it's kind of cool because it's such a small scale of like you're just a ball rolling around that they could really bump the graphics. The sound design is super, super cool. There's like really simple effects. Like when you fly up in the air, you turn to a Frisbee and then <laughs> your Frisbee power kind of like runs out after a while. But what it does, it makes like this static crackling noise and your your ship is glowing as when it's the Frisbee mode. As it's making the staticky crackling noise, like the the ship is like turning off, so it's like it's like a light bulb turning off sort of thing, like like crackling out and then burning out. 
and then like you're falling for like story like really falling really um, far down and it's cool because when you're in the air there's a storm going on and okay. so you're going through um uh you're going through a rainstorm and there's like thunder and lightning and stuff going on and then i remember one time the screen flashed and it was like a portrait of like a bunch of astronauts and i was just like what what is this game? Like, I like. There's a plot here. There's something going on. Um, sadly, like the demo kind of ends like ends pretty quickly after that. But mm-hmm. if you just like these sort of like kind of like chill out games that has a really 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 fun um, movement system, um, and it's just done with such high quality. The game. I guess the guys worked on this game for like five years. Like you can feel it for sure. Nice. Um, like this is one of those games that's like I'm definitely I and um I Steam wish listed. I'm like this I'm probably gonna buy this game like the second it comes out. Uh, just really it really spoke to me like a weird way because it felt so mysterious <laughs> but also fun, which I feel like is is a kind of an, a hard balance to hit with all these games. I feel like all these games are like either like really cool concept, not so great gameplay, or sometimes really great gameplay, not so great like world or concept sort of thing. Yeah. And it kind of like mm-hmm. teetered back and forth. And I feel like this one was like just nailing both. So very excited to play this one. So as you're describing, I'm picturing like flower. Is that a good comparison? Yeah, if flower is like on a spooky alien planet. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. It's very well, cool. <laughs> there is my regret um, that I didn't get to. So uh, but moving on here, this one we both played. Um, this mm-hmm. is one that you told me to play, and then I realized you didn't make it very far after you. No, I was too scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is Under, which yeah. uh, instantly, I think between the hallways, the visual style to it, just you instantly think PT. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're on a boat. You start out walking through these hallways. I didn't really catch much of the plot, I don't think. I kind of had that initial of like, uh, yeah. what's going on? But Something about World War One. <laughs> the boat's flooding the whole time. So you've kind of got that eerie sense to it. But just a really eerie game to walk through. I don't yeah. think I made it to the end, but I'm not sure because I kept getting killed. This dude showed up and kept killing me. And after like four yeah. or five tries, I was like, I think... Maybe the thing is, like, you just can't finish it and you just die here and that's it. Or it has one of those weird PT twists where it's like you have to do this one really oddly specific thing. I have no sure. clue, but I definitely yeah. got to that point And after four or five tries. It was like, I, I'm out. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I I think, uh, yeah, because I, I kept dying at the same spot. I, I kept getting scared and I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but I thought I thought the setting was really, really cool because yeah. the, you're on a sinking ship. But like the it's like the ship is empty and you're not really sure if there's a time limit or something going on. So you're just walking through an empty, dark ship that's just slowly filling with water. And then there's a weird spooky man who wants to kill you. And it was yeah. just like, it was, it looks really good too. It looks, it's like one of those games, like I'm always impressed when I play a demo and I'm just like, oh, this actually looks like it was done with like a really, it's obviously it's like not quite there yet, but I was like, oh, there's so, there's like a level of quality to this that I just wasn't expecting. Um, yeah. The just, one thing, the one part of this that, almost got me to quit before i just kept getting killed there is a part where you get locked in this room and there's two doors and a mirror in this room and literally like you walk in and you go to the other door and there's like a there's a i can't think of the word like a mini door in the middle where you can't quite see both doors at the same time so you go and look at one and then you hear the other door close so you run back over there and then you start hearing this jingle and you go back over there and then the room starts it i couldn't there's a key just sitting somewhere that like i was too like Mm mm-hmm freaked out by like trying to look around all over the place that i missed for a second so i got locked in this room for like five minutes and it just gave me such a weird claustrophobic feeling as i'm sitting in this room that i almost had to turn it off there i had the exact same experience um but in that room you missed like a scare so do you know how they're in that room there's like a portrait with the shoulder with the soldier oh yeah with the dude yeah 
And then the guy's just like on the couch. I just like I like I saw the guy, the guy was on the, the couch. couch. Yeah, like the, he like he's just like on the couch and like oh, I, I just totally remember, like, missed that seeing him and just like at that point I was just like I don't think I can play this game. I just <laughs> I don't think I can play this game. And then like I think I think after like two or three minutes I was like this is too much and getting stuck in that room like was because it's weird because there's you're not you're not sure if that time limit in the background is there a time exactly because i think probably I, not I rem- but it like it feels like it for sure if i remember correctly like water wasn't there initially yeah like one yeah. of the scares is where the water comes in so you get that like oh my god feeling when that happens but yeah. i think i think we're in the same place with this where this demo was really cool where there's no way in hell i could ever play like this no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no way it was def it was definitely one of the scariest things i think i've ever played like it is they they tried to do PT and they did a good job. <laughs> yes, that's that's the best way to sum this up. Is this is the best PT since PT, and you yeah. can actually play this. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good. That's a yeah. That's a really good actually. Yeah. So to wrap this up, the last one for this part, and we've got a bunch more that we'll do in another video. Um, mm-hmm. Is something you played called "She Dreams of Elsewhere." Yes. It I, was the one JRPG I played. <laughs> I was gonna say I saw this one and saw a JRPG, but I think it was. One of those where it was like I ended up doing these from like late at night and I was like, I don't have time for JRPG right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could definitely feel that because I feel like it's I feel like any JRPG demo, it's like, well, this is probably gonna be longer than the other ones could take me like five minutes to beat some guys and chop out to the next one or I beat some guys for five minutes sort of thing. Yep. Um so she dreams of elsewhere. The only reason I the only reason I play is I kept hearing about it on Twitter and it had some really cool key art. Um <laughs> the way to but, get dug. Yeah, no, exactly. Um so the concept for the game is is that you are a woman in an apartment in New York City, like on just, it's like modern day ish. Okay. Um, and it's cool because so the so the entire cast is black, and then you're all and you're all in this like same apartment building, and the whole thing starts up with her um, being invited to a party she doesn't want to go to, and it's it basically starts with that sort of party anxiety of like should I not go? Should I go? I don't want to go. Da 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 da. And so the, the so you go to the party and it's this really cool naturalistic dialogue between all the characters because some of them are she's friends with, some of them she's not, some of them she doesn't know well. But it's got that like such great natural party dialogue of like, oh, hey, it's that one guy. And then you like as you're talking to that person, you're like, oh, shit, I remember I don't actually have ever talked to this guy. It's just <laughs> like somebody I've seen a lot and then I yep. actually have nothing to talk about with. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it, it kind of reminded me of like night in the woods sort of thing of that sort of like naturalistic kind of like t- t- characters talking back and forth. Um, and at some point you decide to leave the party and then you're transported to a magical world. And the thing that's really cool is it reminded me a lot of Persona. Um, and the one thing that always bugged me about Persona is like, I don't like the high school setting. It's just like, I don't care about high schoolers. Like, there's other, like, I would say the most important parts of my life were not what I thought was in high school. So it's cool seeing characters my age kind of get stuck in this Persona world. Um, so, and the, when it starts, when you get stuck in the Persona, persona world, it's like you're stuck there by yourself. Um, but because the game has spent like 20 or 20 minutes or something of you interacting with other characters, when another character comes in, you're like, oh shit, that's that person. And now they're stuck in here with me. Um, and then it's neat because some of that, part, because like they also just left the party and they ended up in this yeah. weird world. So they're trying to figure it out. And they did some like, they did some cool stuff. So it's, it's just, it's really neat. Like, I think just, the, I just think the setting is like really cool. The characters talking with each other. And I, there's even a scene and like, honestly, the game, the demo is like only a half hour but there's a scene when one of the other characters of the party like comes into play and i was just like oh that guy was super cool at the party like he's in my party like i, I like i like that i like that he's part of the group and it's kind of fun like they do some other cool stuff like um like the first fight you do is that there's a drunk guy hitting on you at uh, in the apartment building and mm-hmm. then like what one of the other guys comes to back you up 
Um, and they've got cool attacks like 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 vicious burn and stuff like that, where like you insult them and that sort of thing. Um, it's very similar to like Persona, where like characters have weaknesses, you can skip turns and that sort of thing. So like the combat's like fine, it's good, it's good JRPG combat uh, nice. with a cool cast, and a cool setting. And, and like honestly, when it was done, I think I put like maybe an hour and a half into it when it was done. I was just like, damn, this is I might actually like this might actually be the JRPG I try to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nice. And it's got yeah. cool like JRPG hooks and stuff about dreams and that sort of thing. Like she's is she dreaming? Is she not? That's why it's called of She course, Dreams yep. of Elsewhere. Of so um really cool nice. though. Very cool. Well, this is part one. We'll have another video with a few more games that we tried out. Mm-hmm. But we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Uh subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.